If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. If you like my podcast and want to get more information, tips, tools, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. I also include event updates and giveaways. Just go to drleaf.com and sign up. Today we're going to talk about intrusive thoughts and how to manage them. What is an intrusive thought? An intrusive thought is something that is affecting how you function. It makes you feel toxic. It makes you feel bad. It makes you feel blocked. It makes you feel uncomfortable. You sense it in your physical being. At your physical being, you find yourself reacting. It's something that just keeps coming up over and over and over again. And you may find that you have certain intrusive thoughts that don't come up as often, but they're still there. Or it may be on the other, other end of the scale where they're coming up all the time because you keep thinking about them all the time and you're giving them more and more energy. You see, whatever we think about the most is going to grow. It's going to get a lot of energy. So if you keep thinking about an issue, eventually it gets so much energy that it becomes very dominant. And then it can be, if it's chaotic and create, if it's toxic and creating chaos in our brain and our mind, then basically that's going to affect how we're functioning. And then we start getting these neurophysiological breakdowns. We start getting this neurochemical chaos. And that feels very uncomfortable in how we're functioning. So then very often we develop compensatory strategies to try to overcome this. And some of these things can be really weird behaviors. Like, for example, you may translate this into a germ fear so that you're constantly washing your hands. Or if there's some other fear, maybe you experienced a trauma years ago where you at some kind of when you're as a child and someone broke into your house or something and you never quite dealt with that. And you develop a fear of have you locked the door and you keep you never deal with it. But you're, you, so it's there. You think about it. It's in, the, it's in your background of your non-conscious mind. And suddenly one day you find that you are it's, it's affecting how you're thinking and you start developing behaviors of constantly checking and double checking have you locked the door have you locked the door those kind of things are behaviors that you have developed to try and cope with the chaos inside your brain and your body as a result of some specific issue that is undealt with we call this ocd and it shouldn't really get a name because ocd as soon as you say something like obsessive compulsive disorder ocd as soon as you label something, it, you may get a temporary sense of relief, but then you're going to now have this, almost like ownership of, of this thing. And the way that OCD is presented in the current model, psychiatric model, OCD is seen as a disease and it shouldn't be seen as a disease. OCD is rather a description of how a person is managing a traumatic experience or traumatic experiences through their thinking rather than calling it a disease that destroys someone's life. OCD is not a disease that has to destroy someone's life. When you reframe it, when you understand it, when you see that that word OCD is more like an adjective, a description of how you are potentially managing a, an unmanaged situation. So you are managing, you're trying to cope with something that's not dealt with. You see, we're wired for love, which means that our brain and our body and our mind cannot handle anything that is not undealt with, anything that is not toxic. So we're going to respond if we, in some way, mentally and physically, if we don't deal with stuff. 
Now, here's some very good news. Research from 16 universities worldwide show that 94% of people across six continents experience intrusive thoughts and unwanted thoughts, images, impulses. So, 94% of people across six continents experience intrusive unwanted thoughts, images, and or impulses. This means it's really common. So already that should make you feel better because we all, or pretty much all of us, are battling with intrusive thoughts. And once we actually understand this, just me giving you this knowledge is already helping you to deal with intrusive thoughts. And obviously there's, there's the really severe ones, the intrusive thoughts that are blocking our thinking, and then there's the ones that are blocking us, but maybe not as bad as the others. All of them can be managed. All of these intrusive thoughts can be dealt with. You see, it's not the intrusive thoughts that are the problem, but when they are labeled incorrectly and are managed incorrectly, that's when they become the problem. So when we can recognize that, okay, I've got this intrusive thought and here's a technique to manage them, then you own them and you control them and you change them, you reconceptualize them. But if you accept them as this is part of you and you don't understand them, so you just think that this is who you are and then you they make you feel terrible and then you get a label and it makes you feel even worse and it, it just doesn't get better because you just still keep doing the same thing and you try different techniques but you never really get to the root cause of the issue then that can lead to you feeling depressed and anxious. And then you may bring this up with your doctor or psychiatrist or counselor. And suddenly you now are told you have depression. And so you get get given a psychotropic antidepressant. And that then damages your brain. And you have this negative cycle being set up. So you don't need a drug to fix it. What you need to do is to understand that it's okay that you're having these thoughts. It's normal. 94% of people globally have them. What you need to do is recognize them, identify them, and then deal with them. So how do we deal with these, these thoughts? Well, essentially, what I would do with my patients in my practice is I would get them to take little blocks of time. So I time it. So maybe just a minute at first where you just close your eyes and you just let your mind wander. As your mind wanders, as you daydream, you allow the free flow of thoughts. And as you're allowing that, those free flow of thoughts, the intrusive thoughts are pretty much can guarantee you will pop up. If they don't pop up in that one minute period, extend it. Try two minutes, try five minutes, try 10 minutes. You can try up to 15 minutes. I can guarantee by 15 minutes of just closing your eyes and just letting your mind wander, you're going to start seeing the kinds of things that are constantly coming back. What you will, will experience in that time is what's very relevant in what you've experienced in that day. So whatever you've been going through in the day, that's going to pop up in your mind while you're, you're doing this mind wandering. But in addition, the things that you keep thinking about, those intrusive thoughts, those intrusive impulses, those intrusive habits, those are going to start popping up. If they don't come up the first day around, maybe the second day that you try this, maybe the third day, but you will find them. As you take the time out, take a, a time where you close your eyes, put on your timer, start with a minute, extend it to two, three, four, five, maximum 15, and find those thoughts. As soon as you see, oh wow, today this thought came up three times, you do it again tomorrow, oh, it came up six times. And now you're suddenly aware of it, so you see that during the course of your day, it came up like 15 times, or you start seeing a pattern. As soon as you found the pattern, you now have identified it. As soon as you've identified this intrusive thought impulse image that's coming up in your mind, you, it's already weaker. Let me say that again. As soon as you're aware and you've identified and you've taken, you've actually found this, this captured this thought, you have weakened it. According to brain science, as soon as we are aware of something, according to the science of the mind and the brain, as soon as you're aware of something, you have weakened it. And that's really good news because when something's weakened, when the connections are weakened, it means that you can change them. 
So then the next thing is to actually change them and to work through a process, constructively breaking them down and reconceptualizing them into a new healthy thought. I have just I've just developed the most amazing app called the Switch app, which you can do on your phone, on the go, audio-driven, interactive, where I teach you the five steps to break down those toxic thoughts and help you to actually, once you've identified them, I also help you in this app to identify these intrusive thoughts and these toxic thoughts. I also take you through the process of breaking them down. These five steps are based on my 30 years of research and experience and clinical experience on helping people to understand the science of thought and to use that to detox their brain. And one of the things we need to detox are our intrusive thoughts that we've been speaking about today. Basically, these five steps take you beyond or, or tell you how to deal with that intrusive thought by redesigning and reconceptualizing. You see, once we're aware of something and we've weakened it, which is what you're going to do when you do those one minute to 15 minute mind wandering exercises to find these intrusive thoughts. Once you've found them, you then go and just select the one that comes up the most first. You work on one at a time. You don't try and work on everything at once because then you'll just never get anywhere. It'll create chaos. So you just select the top one that comes up the most. You may have to spend a few days just watching yourself and journal journaling and writing it down to find the one that is the priority that you need to work on. You can then store up the others to work on later. But work on one thing at a time. And once you've achieved that goal, baby steps at a time, you're going to feel so good about, your, about yourself. That experience of facing a challenge and dealing with a challenge changes how your brain functions. It changes how you function and how you are going to deal with the rest of the, the, rest of the challenges. So then you're going to, to find it. Then you're going to think deeply about it. You're going to write down. You're going to look back at what you've written down. You're going to work out a little exercise for the day to help you to process this. These five steps that I've just gone through very briefly are in detail in this new Switch app. They are designed meticulously based on excellent brain science, 30 years of it, and clinical research in helping people to break down thoughts and build healthy new replacement thoughts. So instead of getting stuck on the intrusive thought, you can design the thought that you want that will lead you to your level of success that you are destined to have. So just to wrap this up, the three things that you do to deal with intrusive thoughts is number one, realize that this is really common, that 94% of people around the world have these, which will make you feel great and encourage you. Secondly, do those little mind-wandering exercises of one minute up to 15 minutes and prioritize them over a few days if you need to, to identify them. And third thing, get the Switch app to help you to learn how to use those five steps to break those toxic intrusive thoughts images down and to rebuild a healthy new replacement thought. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.